world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. And we have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. I'm sorry that you're dying, but I just have to ask, weren't you the ones yelling at me for not wearing a mask? Paid influencers were telling us all what to do, as actual doctors were being silenced for opposing your view. You bit the hook. You played their game. We stood strong. Rejecting your blame. You keep taking your boosters and still living in fear. But me and my friends took ivermectin. We're all still here. My body, my choice. It's what you love to say. Unless it's a vax or a mask. Then of course you must obey. Now it's all our fault. Did you reap what you saw? Leaderless sheep with nowhere to go. We'll never forget. Fuck you, Big Pharma. Fuck you, Tony Fauci.
Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince. This is my partner in truth, my partner in funnies, my partner in shit talk and bullshit and figuring out what the hell's going on in this world, Andrea. I love her to death. She's the best. And we're here every morning at 8.30 a.m. to bring you the news and events of the day. Today is Friday, December 2nd, a very special day because tis the season. It's December. We're getting into the beautiful time of the year of love and compassion and sharing and really enjoying life with our family and friends so today being friday we're bringing you the funnies and uh, i titled today's show arm yourself with truthful jokes because it is a weapon and it is rather deadly and uh this is an information war and when you bring laughing and joking to the table it's a really hard thing to find hard thing to fight back upon you'll you'll really look like an asshole when you can't sit there and have a great good time with everybody and when it's a truthful joke it's even funnier and more impactful and i think it's going to lead us to a good place so let's have some fun today let's talk about the news let's laugh and move on with our days. It's Friday, so you know everyone's. A lot of people are finishing finishing up work for the week and getting into the weekend. After today, I'm sorry. After this show this morning, we're gonna go throughout our days, do what we do best, and we're gonna reconvene here at the Red Pill Project for the Daily Dose with Joshua Reed and a special guest, including myself and others. It's gonna be a secret for now. I don't know if I can disclose this information, but we're gonna talk about the crossroads and the esoteric and the spiritual and the creepy celebrityness um, in this world. So it's gonna be a great conversation with Josh and a special guest, or maybe two, we'll see. So can't wait for that round table tonight. So much, so much anticipation. I know. It's not actually the daily dose tonight, it's the <laughs> oh. conversations in the fridge. Thank you so much. Yeah, conversations on the fringe. It gets a little freaky and weird on Fridays because, you know, we got to have some fun. And I think the esoteric part of this world is a huge factor. Um, and Josh just loves to talk about it. And he really opens up his Joshopedia when it comes to Friday and just really lets loose. Maybe. Uh, usually we have an after chat Friday nights. I'll definitely be on the social red pill um, after that show as well. So we could convene and talk face to face on zoom on the social red pill, www.socialredpill.com. So you guys join that show tonight, 5:30 PM Pacific, 8:30 PM Eastern. It's going to be a blast. Well, Andrea, good morning. Happy December 2nd. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I I'm kind of having one of those days where I've got this fuck you attitude. Because I woke up this morning and I got more snow. So fuck you, snow. I'm so done with winter. Yeah, we're getting some closer and closer to the home yep. front here. Yep. Uh, Studio exactly. B1 here is frozen. Not literally yet, but almost frozen. I've got my little heater. I'm just like not fully set up here. I'm getting a heater installed. I'm not fully insulated. I'm just like Studio B1 is a little bit neglected at the moment and I have, your ass off. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of work to do but at least that's not negative 20 that's true it's um uh 12 degrees here right now and Jeez. snowy i tom told me this morning he got you know by the time of the winter's done we're gonna have 10 foot snow drifts right oh my god and i told him fuck you too <laughs> <laughs> like i said i'm having one of those days <laughs> well I know you're well prepared. Just hunker down, get through it, and it'll all yeah. melt, and we'll be ready for next year. 
Yeah, exactly. We'll probably have more flooding. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like, god! He's got all that snow. No, we welcome to the flood. <laughs> yeah, we probably will too. The and yeah. the benefits of living at sea level. Yeah, true. I don't live at sea level though. Well, so yeah. You got Yellowstone and I got tsunamis. You know, we all have our poison, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this is true. But you know what? If Yellowstone ever blows, at least I'm dead instantly. I you know. know. Drowning takes time. Volcanoes I know. And I'm going to be like instantly. climbing hills and trying to get. Oh, my gosh. That's my nightmare. I, I have nightmares about that. I'd rather die in a volcano than drown. I've almost drowned before. It's not oh, fun. Fuck. It's a nightmare. Don't it's like scary. it. Ooh. Well. Yeah. That first video that we played on our intro, everybody, was courtesy of Megalifornia over there on Twitter. Make sure you give Megalifornia a follow. If you like these videos, they post a lot more content than we share with you. It's good stuff. They deserve some they deserve some uh, follows and some respect and some, some comments. And So show your love over there from Megalifornia on Twitter if you're on there. And follow us while you're at it. You could follow. You could find me by searching my name, Vince Taglivia, and you could find Andrea by searching at Acreft One on Twitter. But also, if you're like, you guys, I don't do this mainstream media baloney. Well, we're on our private social networks, uh, Social Red Pill. So socialredpill.com is also a free option for you. Um, let's talk about it. We're gonna sprinkle in a little bit of Babylon B right off the bat. Getting into today. And they are parody articles, so don't fret. Um, these are jokes. There is some um, real news as well that we're going to get into just to give you a quick update on what's going on. I know you guys follow all week, and these things continually progress, even in a 12-hour period, just constantly. So we have some updates in between. And then we'll end with just a bombardment of funnies to really send you all off into your days. Um, so let's get into it. Why don't you start with the first one here, and we'll talk about this first right. story. I, this one was funny. I, I love the Babylon Bee. They're my favorite, uh, my favorite parody articles of all time. So this one. In a huge Black Friday sale, store to sell everything for price it was before Biden became president. <laughs> Rally, North Carolina. A local retailer is making waves after announcing its most dramatic Black Friday sale ever, <laughs> in which every item in the store is marked down to whatever the price was before Biden became president. Yeah, we're going to lose a bundle on this deal since everything was so much cheaper under Trump, said store manager Francely McBorgander to reporters as thousands gathered outside a waiting store opening. But we have to get people in the door so we can stay in business, at least until Amazon runs us out of business in a couple months. Biden became president. The sale is expected to fuel America's nostalgia for a time when gas was affordable, groceries didn't cost $500 per week, and the country wasn't fighting a proxy war with Russia. Merry Christmas! We hope you enjoy this little book back in time. We hope you enjoy this little look back in time to three years ago, said McBurger Dern, before quietly weeping into a display of 50% off bathroom towels. <laughs> At publishing time, interest in the sale plummeted after the store revealed that mask mandates would also be the same as they were right before Biden was president. That's so funny. Yeah, the prices are so bad. <laughs> they went to Trump-era prices and have the best sales ever. <laughs> they probably were losing money. They're like, oh my god, I paid $3 for this. How can I sell it for two fifty? dollars plummeted after the store. I know. I'm going to turn up my audio real quick. I've, someone said we have echoing on on. 
rumble. I did hear a little bit of an echo. I heard myself echo. I was and like, Whoa. They went to Trump era prices that have the best sales. Ever. I don't like listening to okay. myself on a good day. It sounds <laughs> decent. Let me know, but. Yeah, I know. It's hard to listen to ourselves, but we can't shut up. So what do we do? Right? You know, I don't, you know, I have to listen to myself talk all the time. All the time. You know, mm-hmm. listening to myself on video, though, is something different. There was one day where Tom was watching the show after he got home. Yeah. Oh. And uh, you could hear it. And I'm sitting there and I was like, what in the heck is that noise? And then I realized <laughs> that it was my voice. And I was like, oh. <laughs> That's Oops. scary. I'm like, do you really have to listen to that at home? <laughs> That's love. He's like, well, I listen to you. I'm like, do you though? <laughs> That's love right there. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> okay, I have a theory about Christmas lights. I don't know if I ever told you this. Actually, I think I might have the other day. The theory is that anything other than white Christmas lights is trashy. It's very controversial, I know. It is not so. Say it is not. You are so boring. You're like vanilla. Come on. Who buys? That's like vanilla creamer for your coffee. I'm just saying, like, on a scale of trashy to classy, all white lights, just a single strand, or, like, on the tree, just all white. It's very beautiful and classy and probably the best option out there. Um, I stand by that till the day I die. You disagree, huh? <laughs> I disagree. Many well, people are, disagree with I'm that. not the only one who disagrees. <laughs> and I must be you would you would be surprised when you came to my house because we are trashy everywhere. We got colored lights everywhere. Everything sparkles, <laughs> there's glitter everywhere. Yeah. Um we actually so we bought a tree and everywhere it's white lights. Just white lights. Oh, I'm like beautiful. that's so boring. Classy. And um so we're looking at trees because we have to buy a new tree this year because, let's face it, real trees are way too expensive, and my cats eat them, so. And they, the dogs drink all the water out so that and they die. Sure. And that's gross. So our, we plugged our tree in this year. And we had one little strand on the top and one little strand on the bottom, and the rest of the tree was <laughs> <Yeah>. dead. <laughs> so that's what we they bought do, a new man. one. They don't make stuff like they used to, I'll tell you what. No, they don't. We only had it for like three or four years and like whatever. So we decided we'll just upgrade our tree. We'll buy a nicer one, and started looking for you know Black Friday ads because trees are expensive, and all they had were white lights. I'm like, come on! You know, we ended up settling with the tree that we actually really like. It's really pretty. I don't know if you guys can kind of see it blinking mm-hmm. in the background, but it um, it has the white lights, but it also has colored lights, and so I've got it set up to where it blinks white, colored white colored <laughs> yikes i'm just kidding well congratulations on your new tree i it, and by the way i'm gonna say this i come from a long line of trash and it's nothing wrong with that <laughs> when i was growing up um Thanks, my, my brother and i <laughs> my brother and i were in the boy scouts and they have raffles and stuff and um when i was really little my mom won a huge christmas tree and it and we used that thing for like 15 years so all right i know trashy and that's really trashy use the free christmas tree for 15 years <laughs> oh gosh yeah and that's no, all, i love the colored lights that's all kinds of lights and just bullshit so, <laughs> um <laughs> i bring this up because 
we had those pictures that kind of went viral from the White House, from the illegitimate occupation of Jill Biden and her dementia-ridden husband, Kami Joe. And she posted this symbology, Baphomet in the background, horns on a wreath, just this creepy symbology of Satanism in the White House. And I thought, holy shit, not only does this look terrible and you're just nothing compared to Melania, the classiest first lady we've ever had, but you're also putting your symbology out here and it's absolutely disgusting. So I thought we would take this video from produced by Lauren Eve memes on Twitter and share and rejoice and enjoy the actual beauty of Christmas brought to us by the most classy first lady in history. So we can remember what it's like. Right. And I want you to notice something about the lights. They're all white, aren't America the beautiful indeed. Oh, that almost makes me want to cry. I don't know why, but man. I know, right? Back <sighs> in a, back in a time where our nation was honored and loved and not desecrated. I know. Yeah. Holy moly. Beautiful, huh? I do I do love the the white lights. But they you know, here's the thing about white lights. What kind of white lights? They have soft white, they have warm <laughs> white, they have but, white white. <laughs> all all white lights matter <laughs> <laughs> and why do you have to be so racist with Christmas light? come that's, on <laughs> Poonslayer Poon on Pilt said that I had to steal it 
goodness gracious, yeah. I got my, I know every once in a while you can see my tree in the background with my head. I could hear the crazy radicals. White lights only, oh my gosh. <laughs> You're such a white light supremacist. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, oh my gosh. I may have to rethink my friendship with you. Just <laughs> easy. But, you know. We'll see what we do on our house here, but the white lights are opposed. Oh, well, what? I'm with whoever opposes them. <laughs> it's okay, I'll <laughs> compromise. <laughs> um, second here, we're connected again. Okay, guys, sorry about that. I have apparently issues here. Um, Pilled is having a hard time picking us back up. Looks like connected again. Oh, we're good. Light is back, so okay, good. All right, we're back. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I'll try to get this resolved here, but we're good. Uh, yeah. So, do you want to take this next one, or how do you want to do this? Uh, sure, we. I can. Yeah, that'd be good. This one was hilarious. I absolutely, I laughed my butt off this morning when I read this one to myself. Okay, I haven't heard so, it. So, this is this is a Babylon B article for all of those who may or may not get offended. I thought it was hilarious. What do we got? Trans furry named best in show at National Dog Show, Oaks, Philadelphia. The Kennel Club's annual dog show competition was taken by storm this year by first ever trans furry competitor Blake Ruff. The decision was made unanimously by judges to award Mr. Ruff with the event's most coveted title of best in show. According to sources, Blake Ruff had never won a single competition of any sort in his life until he realized that he's not a mediocre adult male. He's actually a blue Alaskan Malamute. <laughs> Recognizing who I truly am has been a liberating journey, said Mr. Ruff, hiking his leg and urinating on the public sidewalk. I've always been a dog on the inside, and now the world can finally see the real me. I still can't believe we made it, Blakey. We did it, boy, you won, said Chaz Brown, Blake's handler and trainer, as he commanded Blake to roll over for another belly rub. Working with this breed has been the crowning achievement and greatest joy of my life. I've never met such a smart Alaskan Malamute in my life. Other competitors complained that allowing a grown man in a dog costume to compete made a mockery of this prestigious event. The Kennel Club responded by immediately disqualifying all naysayers and permanently banning them from future competitions for their bigoted attack against the trans community. At publishing time, Blake Ruff had been arrested for sexual misconduct in an elementary school until he explained that it was okay because he's a dog and that's just what dogs do when they're nervous. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, they really went there. <laughs> I know. That was the part that I laughed out the hardest. <laughs> you can't be humping people's legs. But that's what dogs do. <laughs> Oh my god. I told you. I'm just I'm on I'm in on a mood this morning, I guess. <laughs> I think I think we're gonna do a red pill poll on the social redpill.com. Ooh. Regarding Christmas lights. Ooh, you should. I bet you that there will be probably way more people that like white lights because you know, people are boring. <laughs> uh should it be white lights colored lights? White lights or colored lights. What do you prefer? Yeah.
This will be interesting. You will. Okay. This is yeah. Important. If I mention white lights, I do think the white lights have a place. Like I like the icicle lights, like the colored icicle lights or whatever, and then you put the white lights. Okay. Um, you see, icicles. Uh, you know, they're like the worst white lights there are. In my opinion. <laughs> Dude, you just hate everything I have. You're like, screw you and your colored Christmas lights and forget about the white icicle lights that you have because those are terrible. That's my opinion. Y'all, I want to hear everyone else's opinions too in the comments. So. Man, I was like, I was giving you a little bit with the icicles, you know, with the white lights and the icicles and stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just an asshole, I guess. It's all right. I still love you. Why? Okay, I think it posted, so have at it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's get on with it. Senate passes bill to avoid rail strike. Yep, headed to the president's desk. Heading to the president's desk. He's going to dribble, drool on it, and either wave his pen or not. And he's very for this, so I assume he's going to absolutely sign it away. The, the one big difference oh go ahead no Just yeah go. no have at it what's up i was gonna say the one big difference and i don't know if it talks about it in here is that when the house passed it the house passed the sick leave from one day to seven days of paid right. sick leave and when it went yep. through the senate the senate took it out yeah it failed in the senate on thursday interesting so but they passed the bill yeah they just we'll revised it yeah and people are already you know, people are really premature with their, I told you so. They're like, I told you we're not going to have to strike and that Biden's really awesome and is going to save us. It's like, this isn't over yet. Let's just wait. Um, this isn't great with the government getting involved in this anyway. This is socialism and weird. So there's that. Well, not to mention the fact Either that way. by passing this legislation, don't they take these people, don't they take the workers' rights away to their right to protest? Aren't they infringing on people's rights to protest? Kind of. I mean... The thing about it is, and this is the part that I don't get is, and don't quote me on the number because I think I read that they got a 45% raise. And um, so I'm like, with a 45% raise, nobody else in the country is getting that. No. Why would they give them that much? I don't, I don't understand it. And why do they have the right to legislate what I don't understand? Yeah, it's very concerning to me too, so... I don't we'll like see. it though. I can Watch. Tell you that. This could lead to more legislation to a job near you. Which isn't great. Oh my gosh. No, and there are Biden's already talking about it, um, mm -hmm. legislating and sick pay and stuff like that. So Oh gosh. Communism yeah. is here. No thank you. Yep. I won't participate in those jobs. Well, employers may not have a choice, so it's kind of right. crazy. We're just going to legislate everything because well, we we're not smart enough to. We have good news. Georgia man sentenced to 25 years in prison for voter fraud. Loser. Yeah. A Georgia man has been sentenced to 25 years in prison after being convicted for voter fraud. District Attorney Chris Arndt announced William Chase, 62, was convicted of unlawful acts regarding electors' vote. 
voting twice in the same election, first-degree forgery, and performing illegal acts with election documents. Chief Judge Christina Graham sentenced Chase to 25 years in prison without the possibility of parole until after 15 years. He will then be 77. Here is the Crooks mugshot. Yikes. And this isn't his first offense either. He's, um, it says Chase was given a hefty sentence for two reasons, according to DA Christ, Chris Arndt. One yeah. was to send a message to anyone else attempting to commit voter fraud. Good. The second reason was due to Chase's prior record, which consisted of bankruptcy fraud, theft by shoplifting, <laughs> forgery in the first degree, stealing public documents, and financial identity fraud. Now, here's the thing is he only perpetrated one act of election fraud. Why yeah. aren't we rounding up the mules that perpetrated um, hundreds of ballots, you know, worth of election fraud and sentencing them to, you know, 25 Absolutely. years for each count? Yeah, right. I want to see more of this because we're seeing light sentences, too, for people. And I want to see the big fish go down and I want to see this resolved. Yeah. Absolutely. But these are definitely steps in the right direction. At least there is some sentencing going on, and it scares the living crap out of people who want to cheat in 2024 because mm -hmm. I think people are fed up, and we're yeah. going to start holding them accountable. And this is why I hate the idea. We talked about this yesterday of we need to cheat better. No. As soon as you cheat, then you're going to get arrested, and guess what kind of sentence you're going to get? You're going to get this guy's sentence or worse. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so... Don't stoop down it. to their level. We're going to win this honestly with integrity and with, you know, doing things right, setting things right. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just a tyrant yourself. And I won't exactly. stand by that. Nope. That's I just agree. me. Well, I'm glad you agree with me on that. Christmas lights is one thing, but this is more important. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas lights, you know, we can disagree on Christmas lights, <laughs> but on the really important stuff. <laughs> You become, you, become, you become irrational when it comes to Christmas decorations, but when it comes to politics... <laughs> Me irrational! <laughs> I'm, just I'm not the Christmas light racist. <laughs> You're lightest. That's what I'm calling it, lightest. Christmas lightest. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um... Right. But then, so now we've got, and this this article kind of irritated me. It irked me this morning. Mm -hmm. Just in, Supreme Court will review Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. Yeah, I saw this. I don't even understand why. And the the thing about it is, is that they're bumping it up. Oh. So they've expedited the oral arguments that are scheduled for February because they really want to push this through. And my guess is that they don't want to put it on the back burner so that it doesn't get resolved before 2024 when, you know, um, Biden finally just, well, gets told whether he's running or not. So I hope it's just they're trying to keep it alive, but then they actually get to it and they're like, ah, oh, damn, still unconstitutional. <laughs> I, you know, I really just hope that the Supreme Court just dismisses it out of hand and says there's no constitution. Because that's the thing. Um, the... So this says that the United States District Judge Mark Pittman, a Trump appointee, scolded Biden in a blistering opinion. The student loan bailout plan did not pass through Congress, as Joe Biden falsely claimed, and Judge Pittman blasted Biden for ruling with a pen and phone. He said, quote, in this country, we are not ruled by an all-powerful executive with a pen and a phone. 
Instead, we are ruled by a constitution that provides for three distinct and independent branches of government. The court is not blind to the current political division in our country, the judge wrote, but it is fundamental to the survival of our republic that the separation of powers as outlined in our constitution be preserved. And having interpreted the HEROES Act, the court holds that it does not provide clear congressional authorization for the program proposed by the secretary, Judge Pittman wrote. Mm -hmm. And he's absolutely right. They're trying to shove this through um, and bypass the the rule of law and the boundaries that our constitution set up to protect us yeah if they start pushing this stuff through just like everything every time they push something through it creates a precedence and it degrades what we have further and further and further um these things are supposed to be prevented from happening but we have a tyrannical runaway government and they're trying to absolutely destroy it destroy the system With stuff like this, which is just lunacy, that it even is a part of a conversation. They need to start being shut down immediately and laughed at. Yep. Uh, Apparently, Alex Jones is filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in Texas. I didn't know this. Again. Yeah, I didn't either. It's uh, really not surprising, though. I mean, he's gotten hit with billions of dollars worth of reparation. And um, so Chapter 11, I believe, is like reconstruction so where they restructure your corporation and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, chapter seven is a complete dissolving of the debt and stuff so he still is going to be paying people mm-hmm. he just won't be paying them as much and of course all of the all of it's been disputed by the creditors which are the people he owes the reparations to They're i mean these people him. are getting a hundred million dollars wow seriously or more it's just ridiculous the they amount hate, of money that they were awarded. They hate him because he is right too much. I don't understand why he's not fighting this on the legal front, though, as far maybe he can't um, when it comes to, you know, freedom of speech. His first amendment right to freedom of speech. I don't know, but, but I wonder. I mean, I'm sure he would have an answer if we had him here. He'd probably be able to explain it. He's pretty sharp, and he has people helping him. So, you know, Alex Jones, I have wishy-washy feelings about him. He's been wildly wrong and wildly right, but I don't think anybody deserves some of what he's going through. Yeah, I don't either. I think that it's way excessive, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to make an example out of him to shut people up. And yeah, wrong. yeah, it's like... I don't I don't necessarily like Alex Jones. I think he's a a loudmouth, obnoxious, you know, (laughs) and I do think he spews a lot of conspiracy theories and a lot of false information. But that's the beauty is the Constitution is supposed to protect us. He has the right to be a dumb idiot if he wants to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He has the right. And he's he's been right. I've watched him. I watch his clips. Um I saw him interview Ye, and that was retarded and weird. Um, whatever. We'll see what happens. Yep. Onward here. Banks are developing technology to, tra- to track gun purchases under the guise of flagging potential mass shooters. This is pre-crime, everybody. They want to know who might commit a, commit a crime before they commit the crime by tracking gun purchases. This is creepy stuff. I'm, I don't yeah. like it. No. They're doing it much in the same way they track credit card fraud, too, from what mm-hmm. I understand. 
and um, Republicans, congressional Republicans, the only problem they seem to have with this is what they're going to be doing with that information. That's the only problem they have with it. And, and how they're how they're going to handle the information. Well, I'm like, really? They're going to give it to the three-letter <laughs> agencies, and they're going to come knock on doors is how they're going to handle it. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, and so that's basically what they said. They're like, well, we've been handling it, and we've been doing what we're supposed to do with this and handing it yeah. over to the proper the authorities. And they're like, oh, okay. Right. <sighs> Fuck that. Not cool. Let's move on. Um, the new elf on the shelf will scan your social media account to see if you misgender anybody. <laughs> Talk about invasive. First they want our guns and now they're attacking Christmas and the elf on the shelf. Right. This is the Babylon Bee. North Pole. It is. A spokesman for Santa's workshop today announced the organization's latest advance in their ongoing efforts to determine who's naughty and who's nice. An elf on the shelf with the ability to hack into and review social media accounts, for example, of mis for examples of misgendering and other hate speech. Guilford McTwinklebottom, director of research and development for Naughtiness Surveillance, told gathered reporters, "Our new elf represents the cutting edge of naughty detection technology. Our scientists were able to combine normal elf DNA with a strain of highly volatile DNA that we were able to obtain from Taylor Lorenz." We then combined that with the same technology that shows you a bunch of uh, Metamucil ads on your Instagram feed whenever you, whenever you say you have to go to the bathroom. This result is is the perfect elf on the shelf and something that is not all at all creepy and to have in your house watching you all the time. It's not at all creepy to have in your house to watch you all the time. Developers say the new EOTS will spend days observing normally normal naughty behavior like tantrums or hiding in the pantry while you eat brownies and drink wine. But at night, the elf will use its advanced capabilities to review all household social media accounts to make sure that everyone acknowledges that trans people are people and that there are no suspicious likes or shares of Elon Musk, Tulsi Gabbard, or that pillow guy. Just be good, for goodness sake, continued Mr. Twinklebottom. As long as everyone behaves, you'll never find yourself on the FBI's naughty list. Did I say FBI? I meant Santa. Santa's naughty list. Whoops. Ha. Mr. Twinklebottom then announced he was leaving Santa's workshop to manage the app store for Apple. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah, man. What the fuck? The whole elf on the shelf thing is just creepy. <laughs> I, don't do, I don't do the elf on the shelf. I, I never did that either. Yeah, no dolls. No, I don't know. It's <laughs> creepy. Yeah, that's traumatizing. Yes, it really is. And then, you know, the great thing about it is is that we've got parody within real life. We don't even have to get a parody article. We can just go to Breitbart. We don't even have, no, this is, we just go to Breitbart. And guess what? We get the parody. Like, real life throws us this stuff. This one was hilarious. Switzerland is mulling, banning electric cars amid energy shortages. Yes, you heard that right. First, they push you into an electric vehicle because it's good for the environment and global warming. And then they tell you, sorry, you can't drive because you got an electric shortage. Oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah. look at that. You own nothing. Oops. So, well, you'll still be happy, though. <laughs> exactly. So as a result of the ongoing energy crisis throughout Europe, Switzerland is considering a ban on the use of electric cars for non-essential purposes. 
Owners of Teslas, Volts, and other electric cars in Switzerland may find, soon find themselves taking the bus. With the country reportedly considering a partial ban on using EVs as part of a host of measures aimed at saving electricity. Like a whole host of other European nations, Switzerland's energy situation is being significantly stressed as a result of the Russia largely pulling out of Europe's energy market. Of course, it's Russia's fault. With the country seeming particularly concerned about its supply of electricity. As a result, according to a report by Swiss newspaper 20 Minuten, the country's government has drawn up a raft of emergency measures aimed at reducing strain on the power grid for use in emergency scenarios. While measures such as limiting the total speed of cars, reducing the opening hours of shops, as well as the amount of heating permitted at nightclubs are also planned. Included in the government's power saving scheme is a ban on the use of electric cars for non-essential purposes. I, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely ridiculous that they're doing this. They've pushed this down our throats, told us that we had to do it, forced people into, you know, buying cars. Not so much here in the U.S. I have a Tesla. No, here in the U.S. too. People well, they love have their electric it, cars. And oh, people yeah. in public all the time here, like, I'm like, oh, f- fuck electric cars. Those things are garbage. What? No, they're not. I love my plastic Tesla that you can't put out if it catches fire. Like, yeah, I know. It's terrible. And, you know, the, the footprint for mining the lithium and the other stuff that goes into the batteries for those yeah, is far more detrimental to the environment than yeah. fossil fuels. They have and people don't understand. Not to things. mention the fact that those batteries are not recyclable at all, period. They just, they're toxic for all of eternity. The technology isn't there. The infrastructure is not there. It's a damn scam. A GDS. Gosh, damn scam. Um, I'm sticking to that. And this is why I wonder about Elon Musk. Is he just capitalizing on this because he's smart and he doesn't care? He's kind of like, I'm not really moral, but I'm not really immoral. I want money type of thing. He's a, I think he's a capitalist. Yeah. I mean, that's just the bottom line. I think that he's going to make, he's interested in making money and he's going to do whatever he needs yeah. to do to make that money. He's, and if it means falling into the line of selling electric vehicles because he knows that that's what they're pushing for this green agenda, he's going to do it. I think that's what happened there. I'm sticking by that as well. Committed. Yep. I'm committed to my opinions. Yep. Thanks. I'm glad you agree with that. So. Babylon B. Anti-science right-wingers protest common sense COVID restrictions. <laughs> Developing now nationwide China protest demonstrations spread calls for President Xi to resign. Shanghai. According to sources, thousands of right-wing anti-science extremists have converged in Shanghai to protest Chinese President Xi's common sense COVID restrictions. These science deniers are extremely dangerous, said CCP propaganda minister Yin Yang Yangalong. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Our beloved President Xi has locked thousands of people in their homes for several weeks for their own safety. This is a very compassionate and pro-science policy to anyone who questions it is a right-wing is a right-wing bigot. The minister went on to explain that thousands have already been saved from COVID as they starved to death or burned to death locked in their own apartments. After extensive scientific research, we found that dead people are completely safe from being infected with COVID, he said, smiling. 
Biden has offered his support to protesters in pu- a public statement saying, Come on, man, flapjack miffy mufflins, la- lardle The administration, however, quietly pledged support for President Xi, promising they would work with tech companies to silence dissent wherever possible, whenever possible. At publishing time, Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau had also offered to help President Xi, citing his experience with trucker protests. Yeah, run them over with horses. <laughs> right, make them more dead. <laughs> oh my gosh, Tyree. Oh, right. Oh, jeez, it's just crazy. <laughs> oh my god, I love the Babylon Bee. <laughs> yin yin, yin yon, yang along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> They're always spot on with their names. So good. I they love really those. are. Great it is writers. absolutely hilarious. <laughs> How fun would it be to be in the writing room at the Babylon Bee for the day? Oh, oh my god! I, I if I could actually if I was gonna get a job like a real job, um, I, I would probably want to write for Babylon B. I would be so yeah. fun. That would be hilarious. <laughs> so we're we're now done with the actual news, um, <laughs> and we're moving on to just the funniest section. But I have to say, yes, this next. So I I found a Babylon B video that's hilarious, but it comes with um. Uh, uh, not a warning, but so when you play the video, mm-hmm. it appears as if it ends, but okay. you've got to let it keep playing because it doesn't actually end. Ooh, okay. So just as a heads up. All right. But it's funny. Gender studies is a growing field with many fulfilling career opportunities. We find more and more genders every day, and we need professionals to sort through them all with their gender sorting machines so they can be placed on the correct gender shelf. That's where you come in. If you think gender studies is for you, here are nine exciting jobs that you can get once you graduate. The first job is burger flipper at McDonald's, but a socially conscious one, of course. You can spread the gospel of gender identity to your coworkers. The next exciting career is sign spinner in front of Little Caesars, but a socially conscious one. Your manager might even let you listen to your favorite gender studies podcast while you do it. Win-win. The next career is supervisor at the local gender factory. You know, where they manufacture all the genders, Good pay, good benefits, especially if you join the gender union. It's a growing field with many fulfilling career opportunities. Portland is a paradise for gender studies experts. If you play your cards right, they might even let you become a professional stabber for Antifa. Here's another great career opportunity, professional toxic coworker. As an expert in gender studies, you can become a cancer in a large corporation, slowly wreaking havoc on all relationships and infrastructure from within. Cool. Another great career, Alyssa Milano. Unfortunately, this one is currently filled. Make sure to apply in another six months. This one is great. Screenwriter for the next big Marvel or Disney movie. No actual writing skills required as long as you're really good at gender stuff. Here's a job where you get to serve your country. Army general and the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. General Milley did it, so can you. Onward, gender soldiers. Finally, Unitarian pastor. Unitarian pastors are pretty much gender study professors with fancy collars. So this should be easy for you. Amen. 
a woman, and a non-specific gender. Well, that's it. A comprehensive list of all the jobs a gender studies graduate is qualified for. So what are you waiting for? Take out a non-defaultable government loan for $200,000 and then vote for a guy that will force struggling single moms to pay it off. Do you have a favorite gender? Leave it in the comments down below. And remember, there are billions of them. Man, woman, non-binary, man, fairy soul, two-spirit, trigendered, elvish, Canadian, uber trans, bilingual, chicken tender queer, trans fat, Cylon, <laughs> bylon, man girl, phantom boy, and Spanish. Did you just watch a video from the Babylon Bee? Then you are part Chicken tender queer. <laughs> Canadian. Yeah, it's Canadian. It's so I didn't know Canadian was a gender. Congratulations. <laughs> Oh my god, I just about died when I saw that. So chicken good. gender queer. I'm gonna start calling people that. <laughs> Freaking chicken gender queer! <laughs> just people I don't like them. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it's great. I needed that. Alright. Um... <laughs> Elon Musk is coming out with a new horror movie. We've got the, we got the trailers as breaking news. I know. This is actually super scary. Just a warning for anyone out there who's scared. It's rated R. It's rated R, yeah. Hi, Mike. Hey, how are you? <laughs> where is everybody? Security. Hey, Evan, it's uh, Mike Milch up in systems. Um, attention, Twitter staff. Hey, it's Jesus. Please give me your full attention. Those who could come to work, but did not come to work, their resignations have been accepted. It has been determined that those of you who remain have the potential for greatness. All um, Twitter officers will soon be locked down. Now, it is time to separate the weak from the hardcore. Resignation accepted. <laughs> uh, that's all I would watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> <Spooky, huh? laughs>
Yeah. That was actually oh. done by uh, somebody on Twitter named Steven Voiceover. Such a great channel, and they have a lot of great voiceover things like that. They do have yeah. a lot of really good content and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously that's not real. So sorry. But... No, I wish it was, but no. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> The All they had to do, though, really, to make it that scary of a movie was just close the wine bar. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> the wine bar is closed. <laughs> the wine bar is closed. <laughs> you have to pay for your own breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Oh, my gosh. What I know. He did. Can you believe it? People were freaking out. Oh, my God. I have to buy my own food. All right, let's check out another meme here. This is called The Current State of the Democratic Party. Demonstrated. Socialist Democrat Party. Oh, yes, thank you. My correct correction. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Nancy and uh, AOC just absolutely barking at each other. socialist dogs they'll get you have you ever heard that song my dog is a democrat i think my dog is a democrat the song my i think my dog is a democrat no yeah. you'd have to share that oh one my gosh oh yeah <laughs> you have to you have to hear it it is hilarious okay i'm about that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i've heard it a lot of different times and i still laugh every time i hear it <laughs> did you know that xi xi jinping bought a puppet Oh, he did? How does did he, he name it Biden? <laughs> he did. <laughs> so this is how he controls things. It's a throwback. It's a throwback. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's okay. I was going to say, we should just cross Pence off of there. But yes, <laughs> that's hilarious. I love that. She's playing the flutes. Oh, my gosh. And I love his jingles on his, on his you know, uh, yeah, leg. Bells on his leg. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love Jingle-gy, it. Jingle-gy. <laughs> jingle G, jingle G. Jingle the way. The way. Yep. All right. Here we go. A new episode of Trump and Son. Our favorite by C3P meme. Yep. This one is titled Preserve. I didn't come here to be insulted. Tell me where you go and I'll follow you there. <laughs> what you doing here anyway? I just came over to bring some of my homemade preserves. Well, don't get it up there too close to your face because we don't want to preserve that. <laughs> oh, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> 
that is hilarious. I love those. <laughs> Me too. C3P found a really good niche there. Um, they're yes, all. If you guys want to see, that's episode nineteen. All episodes you could find on YouTube at C three P meme and on Twitter C three P meme. Follow them for the new releases. Uh, yeah, he puts one out every week, I believe. Yeah, he has been for a few months. Pretty fucking awesome. I just wonder yeah. what's in that. What's coming next? So good. Just such a great concept. I love it. It really is. <laughs> oh, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a clown world post here. I don't even remember what this is, but we're going there. If it's in the notes, it must be important. Exactly. Oh, it was Biden over this week. Let's watch him. We could talk over this. Here he is walking aimlessly. Uh, doesn't know where to he, go. He like keeps like creeping into people's space. He has absolutely no concept of yeah. Look, I forgot where he was. He's trying to find Jill. Look at him here. He's <laughs> like, wait, do? you're not my wife. <laughs> yeah, you're not. <laughs> you're not where, where'd she go? Look how like annoyed. He's like, he looks. no, look, look, face forward. <laughs> oh god, wife is in, your wife is in the audience. He looks pissed. <laughs> where he's like, seriously, just look forward. He's like, quit fucking creeping on me. If you grab my ass one more time, I'm going to punch you. (laughs) Don't stiff me (laughs) again. Yeah, get your nose out of my hair. He's like, but you smell so delicious. Is that French shampoo? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we often talk about getting onto a serious note here. We need to stand up in our communities, right? We need to go speak we need to spread the truth we need to have an impact at the community level while we have a video here of people standing up so we're gonna watch that you guys this is this is good stuff standing up in america you could do this in any country well a lot of countries at least Uh, what up my name is chad kroger um Council, when I'm bummed, I party, and uh, I feel better for a while. If the party's really sick, though, I feel better for longer. A lot of ragers have made me feel really stoked. Keggers at my buddy Danny's, phone parties, and bottle service at Hakkasan. The ragers that truly make my froth peak, though, and this is beyond debate, are on a boat. Nothing feels as legit as being on a yacht deck with a linen shirt open, my body tight from a pre-vacay juice cleanse. What a freaking boost. One thing that bums me out, though, is that not everyone gets to participate. Why is it that only people like P. Diddy, Jeff Bezos, and my Uncle Ron get to experience the euphoria of being on a yacht? I think I have the solution. We need public yachts. 60 to 120-foot boats that can be borrowed like books from the library. The boat borrowers would have to do a lot of paperwork, which will blow, but I think it's necessary. With the public yacht program, our countrywide malaise would get sprayed by, away by jet ski Thank water. You, Thank Chad. you, Next speaker, are you J.T. Parr? <laughs> what up, council? I am J.T. Parr. Chad is not exaggerating when he says that parting on a boat can benefit your soul. I suffer from anxiety. I often worry that my dad thinks I'm a whiner, but those worries disappear when I jump off a yacht's tuna tower. That's why Chad, who is too modest to include... What is your name? Uh, what up? <laughs> that is hilarious. So, actually, not I bad am all idea. For that. 
I, I like the library and borrowing books would be my you know be even better if I could borrow a boat. Imagine even not even a yacht, but imagine a, like a public boat that you could rent, and it's just right. First I mean, a yacht would be a little little more difficult in Montana, just because yachts are really big and <laughs> right. <laughs> but I would settle for just a boat, a nice boat, ski boat. Absolutely. You know? What do they call those? The cigarette boats? The long Canoes. Ones? No, they have, they're actually called like a cigarette boat. Oh, I don't know what that I don't is. Know. They're like, or something like that. They're like, long and they're skinny and they got a lot of power. And Oh, speed boats. I don't know. Yeah, they're, def- they're definitely a speed boat. Really expensive speed boat. And then they shoot the water up? No. Oh. I don't know. I don't know that Maybe. either. Um, I want a mini boat. Is what I really want. A raft? No, it's like a. It's like a. <laughs> imagine, imagine a normal boat, and then yeah. now shrink it by like four times. Yeah, a raft. <laughs> With, it has a motor, and it looks like a boat. All right, whatever. I'm <laughs> just giving you a hard time. I know. You got me. <laughs> Uh, this one was kind of fun, and we'll end on this. Joe Biden reading tweets. This is another Stephen voiceover special. This one's from Donald in Florida. It says, how many states are there in the United States of America? Well, Donald, I'm glad you asked. There are 54 states in the United States of America. Until recently, there were always 50 states. But in 1993, I discovered East and West Dakota when I was fighting in Vietnam. And then the 53rd state is the great state of disarray, where I spend a lot of my personal time. Lastly, the 54th state, the great state of Ukraine. I hope that clears things up. This one's from John in Pennsylvania. It says the Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. It's interesting. I never really thought about it that way. I've been lucky enough to see the Eagles five times in my life. And they've only lost one game out of five. That's five times they've played, and only one game they've lost out of five. So that's pretty good. They really are better than the Eagles. Now this one's from Vladimir in Ukraine. That's the 54th state. This says, where's my money, old man? Come on, Vladimir. I told you two weeks. It's just two more weeks. I promise. We'll get you the money. Wait a minute. (laughs) Come on, man. You guys are meant to be fighting. Where where is my money, old man? Where is it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Steven voiceover. That's hilarious. Good times. That's an hour. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. It really does. (laughs) I know. I love Fridays. Fridays are the best. Yeah, but of course, everybody, there's a lot more news going on today. So um, I will let you know that in about one hour's time on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts, we will be publishing the Dark to Light show with Josh, and he's going to be talking about what Josh talks about. Probably some news in there, some financial, a little political, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. If you just... It won't be funny. 
it <laughs> won't be funny. <laughs> yeah, if you want to get get straight down to the business uh, midday here, in about an hour we'll upload that, and you could enjoy that. Listen with Josh. Tune in tonight to Conversations on the Fringe, where we're going to get a little uh, fringy. It'll be a good time with a super special guest we're looking forward to. Maybe more. Have a little round table, little round table discussion, and followed by an after chat. Likely, I'll be there. Hopefully, Josh will be there. I know he's a busy man, but we demand more Josh, right? So we'll try to get him in there for a little bit after the show, and so we could uh, ask him some questions and give him our thoughts and have a broader conversation privately with each other, the Red Pill family. Thank you all for your continuous support. RPG three five seven three donated to ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG. Uh, your support means the world to us, and you are always participating and supporting and watching our shows, and we are incredibly thankful for people like you who watch the show. Enjoy your days, everybody. Thank you, Andrea, for going through, through this with me. Um, it's always a pleasure. It's a ton of fun. It just brightens my day, and uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't start my Fridays any way different if I wanted. This is just the best. It really is. So I'm thankful for that. Appreciate you. Hope you have a wonderful day. Um, Me too. uh, With that, you guys, we're going to sign off here. And you could catch us on the social red pill in the meantime. And we'll see you on the next show. Take care. God bless. Godspeed. Bye, guys.